Well, hello everyone and welcome back to a new episode. Today we are chatting all about quarantine and how that ruins your relationship with food. But before we jump in, I did want to mention that Well Nourished is open for enrollment and I am so excited. This round is going to be the last one for 2020 and it is super special because it is going to be a more intensive program where we anchor in and embody really how to live a healthy life in a satisfying way so that it can not control your life anymore so it's not affecting your relationships, your work, and everything like that. You really learn how to give your body the proper nourishment it needs so that your body finds its balance, you feel amazing, and you basically just feel like you, like how you're meant to feel, your your dream health and your dream life. So it really becomes your new way of life. You don't need to overthink or count. This is not what this is about. And you stop living in fear. You know, you stop missing out on events and you just love your life basically. So it's possible for you to feel amazing in your body and to have fun doing it. And I will leave all the details in the show notes. If you have any questions, you can DM me on Instagram. But yeah, I am so excited that it is now open. There are already some fabulous women in the program. So I'm excited for you to join us and yeah, to transform your health. And with that, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Live Well podcast. This podcast is designed to help you live well, body, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Liv, a natural health and wellness expert, and each week you will walk away with the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. A new episode starts now. So in this episode, we are going to be diving deep into quarantine and basically how quarantine is ruining your relationship with food. So We've all, you know, experienced quarantine now, or most parts of the world, at least um, where I'm at, there has been a quarantine period for at least a brief amount of time. And I feel like, you know, food issues just based on, you know, the DMs I've been getting, but also, you know, the work I do with my one-on-one clients is that, you know, food issues are becoming more and more of a problem, especially when we are under quarantine. So not only you know, are we not really feeling a sense of routine right now? Because, you know, things are looking a lot different, even though, um, at least where I'm at, restaurants and things are starting to open up and it's, it's starting to open up a little bit more. Um, well, we, we could also go into a second wave and go into another quarantine lockdown, but also a lot of these, you know, habits and a lot of these, you know, this relationship with food has already been destroyed from staying inside during quarantine. And then we also have, you know, the constant stress of living during a pandemic that has either triggered or re-triggered all of these, you know, disordered eating behaviors. We're not only bombarded, you know, stress-wise by the media all the time in terms of, you know, cases and what's going on here and what's going on there, but there's also a ton of memes going around and other media that's really sparking that unbounded fear of gaining weight. And what a lot of people aren't, you know, talking about or realizing that a lot of us don't feel safe right now. We might have like homes, we might have, you know, shelter and and food and things like that. So like the basic needs are met when it comes to food. But 
we don't feel safe because we are scared of, you know, getting the virus or, you know, we're breaking from routine. It's all very new and all of this newness is, is unsettling and it can not feel safe a lot of the time. And so it's no wonder that so many people find that they are gaining weight, whether they are, you know, seeking food for emotional comfort and, you know, ravaging their pantries and their refrigerators, or also, you know, they're eating exactly the same and they're gaining weight and they don't quite understand why. And this a lot of the time goes back to safety because when our body isn't feeling safe, our body is not going to let go of weight, but it's also going to hold on to weight. So this is kind of like whether you're on either end of the spectrum, you can kind of be experiencing this because your body doesn't feel safe because the times right now are so uncertain for so many of us um, in different parts of the world. And we, we don't even know day to day what is going to happen. And, you know, there are other factors that, you know, are driving people to their pantries and to their refrigerators like boredom, anxiety, sadness, and of course, stress too. All of these kind of compounded together or a combination of the two has made it really kind of difficult right now. And whether, you know, you are engaging in restrictive behaviors or whether you're engaging in like overeating or binge behaviors, there's people on both ends of the spectrum kind of having their relationships with food being destroyed because of quarantine. You know, a lot of people weren't moving as much, so we don't realize how much movement plays a role. And so when you're eating the same amount and not moving, like you gain weight. And then that also has effects on our mental health because for a lot of us, you know, that's it's not a great feeling. We, we don't feel ourselves in our body. We don't feel good. And so that leads us back into that restrictive eating behavior. And it not only takes a toll on your, you know, your physical health, but also your mental health. But, you know, it can kind of be understandable because, you know, the lack of control that we're facing right now in the time of quarantine kind of gets, you know, reinforced or, you know, you make that up with food because oftentimes food is something that, you know, we can control. So, even though we can't control, you know, the, the larger, grander scheme of things of what's going on in the world, we can control food. So people are going to either restrictive or, you know, binge eating behaviors on either end to kind of satisfy those emotional needs that are happening right now. And of course, it is totally understandable, you know, to be having these feelings and to be feeling anxious or sad or, you know, stressed and all of the above, you know, during these times. And there's no shame in that. And there's honestly no judgment in that either. But it's really important to kind of step back and take a look at what is causing these behaviors so that, you know, you can get into more of a health promoting, you know, food mindset during this time. Because, you know, while a lot of us are coming out of it right now, um, at least here in Toronto, we are moving into phase three and so more restaurants are opening up you know you can go out to eat um things like that we we might get another wave another lockdown or you might be living in a place right now that hasn't quite moved to that stage and so there's a widespread worry about you know weight right now and relationships with food 
that has really pushed people to embrace these problematic eating patterns and has also pushed people to really undernourish and undereat their bodies. And, you know, I know the social media right now isn't kind of helping that, especially TikTok. Um, you guys know I am a huge fan of TikTok. Um, and they have lots of funny like dog videos and I love the dog videos or the, the romantic ones or the travel ones, all of those. But unfortunately, a lot of the content that's on something like TikTok, which a lot of people turned to, you know, because they were bored are, you know, what I eat in a day, a thousand calories, what I eat in a day, 1200 calories. And all that does is perpetuate that restrictive undernourishing, under eating behavior. And so you either might go that way or that just makes you feel terrible and you end up binge eating, which most of the time ends up, you know, restricting later. So it's really kind of playing with people on both ends, kind of making them go back and forth. And of course, food is very much tied to our emotions, both the good ones and the bad ones. I'm, I'm sure there's lots of times where you can think about, you know, the emotions you had and the food surrounding that at the time but we need to remember that like food isn't the enemy here and we really need to step back and kind of you know be aware of how our emotions and how you know the stress boredom anxiety or sadness might be contributing to our relationships with food and how we can fix that so if your emotions are getting the best of you and you're turning to food for comfort, I really encourage you to take a step back and really pay attention to those triggers. So triggers are not something that need to be avoided. I know a lot of nowadays you see a lot of, you know, trigger warning, trigger this, but you need to be aware of your triggers in order to heal them. And this is super important because with all the trigger warnings going on right now, if you're not aware of your triggers, you can't heal from them. If you're not healing your triggers, you are not free. You are trapped within that trigger and you will keep in that perpetual cycle and you will keep in that poor, you know, you know, food behavior if you don't A, identify them and B, heal them. So the next time, you know, you are starting to experience any of, you know, these types of behaviors, you, you know, you want to, you know, go to your refrigerator, you want to go to your pantry and you want to eat all the things. I encourage you to stop and pause in terms of what is leading you to overeat. You know, is it an emotion? Am I bored? Am I sad? Am I anxious? Am I stressed? What can I do instead, you know, of like going to food for comfort in order to do that? Because at the end of the day, like food, yes, while it is comforting and nourishing, if you're using it as a self-soothing coping, we need to break you out of that vicious cycle. We need to equip you with, you know, better strategies and better tools. But identifying it is number one, the first thing to do. And then I also encourage you to think about how can you better stock your kitchen so that you don't fall into, you know, traps like that? How can you have great things on hand that are nourishing to your body as opposed to, you know, more processed foods? You know, what can you do to establish healthier eating patterns? 
And if you need help with this, this is really where we dive into it in Well Nourished. There's a whole module on intuitive eating, um, there's another one on sugar, and I basically teach you how to break out of this vicious cycle and how to get healthier eating patterns. So right now is honestly the best time to learn how to do this. So you can let me know if that's something that sounds good to you. We can talk more about that, but also reach out to other supports that are available to you because there are different things that we can do throughout the day that are going to nourish our bodies in a way that isn't food. Is that calling a friend? Is that going for a walk? Is that meditating? Is that journaling? Is that coloring? Because when we don't have those other healthy coping mechanisms, it can be easy to, you know, see how our relationship with food has been affected during quarantine. And when people restrict their eating all day, they're also more likely to binge at night, which also makes you feel more out of control with food. This can make you more anxious and more stressed out because you already feel, you know, out of control with the other aspects of your life. But now you also kind of feel like you're out of control when it comes to your eating. So you feel like you're eating emotionally or you're eating when you're already full and it kind of reimposes those like restrictions and you kind of want to regain control. The restrictions lead to more binging and then we get a vicious cycle. So that's why Well Nourished kind of teaches you, you know, the formula that you need in terms of how to nourish your body properly so that you don't end up binging. But I really do encourage you to, for now at least, stop and identify, you know, what is causing these behaviors, why, you know, are, are you reaching for that, or why are you using this method to self-soothe, and instead, what can we do? Can we, you know, go for a walk? Can we call a friend? Whatever it is for you, it could even be taking a bath. But remember that, you know, this is also not an easy time, and it's okay to be struggling but it's also important to understand that you're not alone and you know you can get the help you need whether you know that's something like joining the well nourished program or whether it's calling a friend you know either you know there are methods that you can use that aren't you know self soothing or not contributing you know to a bad food behavior or why you know it's not going to contribute to ruining a relationship with food. And you can really use this time to learn how to have a healthy relationship with food, how to, you know, nourish it so that it's not having cravings, so that you don't want to use it for emotional support. You know, you can learn to journal, learn the triggers, learn the strategies, learn all of those things so that you feel really equipped, so that, you know, you feel good in your body, and it's just going to make this time a lot easier because quarantine is definitely, you know, a shift in terms of most people's eating patterns. A lot of people, you know, weren't cooking at home before quarantine and now they're, you know, having to learn to cook at home. But that honestly welcomes up such a opportunity for us to, you know, really build that healthy relationship, learn how to do it for yourself, learn now during this time so that when things, you know, go back, you're equipped with all of these really great tools and you've worked through your triggers, you've worked through your, your emotions, and you've healed. Um, that's also why I'm kind of adding on a really intensive part to the next round of Well Nourished is because we're going to be, you know, having calls, we're going to be having live calls 
where you really learn to anchor in and embody, you know, these practices so that your relationship with food is strong and food doesn't control your life. And so, you know, whether it's quarantine, whether it's a, a second lockdown or, you know, you, we go back more into, you know, more strict rules in terms of where we can go out and what we can do, you know, you have those tools in your tool belt to really feel great. And at the end of the day, I don't want anyone to, you know, feel any kind of shame or guilt for anything that's happened during quarantine. And it's completely understandable, but you also have the power to take charge of your health. You have the power to want more for yourself. You have the power to learn and, you know, grow and evolve and heal. And I really encourage you to, you know, use the tips that I mentioned. Take that moment to stop and be aware. You know, take the time to identify what emotions you're feeling, where is that coming from, and, you know, instead of using food to self-soothe, there are different ways that we can, you know, support and, you know, make you feel that sense of safety. And it's also super important because, you know, there are also people who haven't changed their eating habits. So while there are people, you know, who have during this time been either more restrictive or more on the binge cycle, there are people who are eating exactly the same and they're gaining weight and they don't know why. And that really boils down to safety because our bodies are not feeling safe right now because of all the uncertainty, especially if you are, you know, more anxious right now of the uncertainty. Your body, your body feels that. And so your body wants to hold on to anything it can to feel safe. So that includes weight. And that includes, you know, that explains why you may be storing more fat or gaining more weight or, you know, why you are reaching for those things in order to feel safe. So you really need to work on, you know, methods of safety that are going to make you feel safe. And one of my favorite ones, and it's honestly sounds so simple, but it's the simple affirmation of I am safe. And I, that sounds really basic, but when we think of our, you know, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, safety is like number one. We need to feel, you know, safe as, as humans as, and as people. So, you know, look in the mirror, saying I am safe, breathing and using I am safe. Use I am safe in your meditation. Uh, I even like to write it down on my to-do list. You know, it sounds simple and it might sound really basic. And, you know, you might think, well, you know, I feel safe. Like, I'm in my home. I'm good. But a lot of the time, you know, there's that subconscious feeling of unsafety and not being safe that is ruining your, you know, relationship with food and is making you gain weight and is making you feel all these things, especially, you know, during quarantine. So working on safety and working on identifying, you know, your emotions and, you know, paying attention to those triggers and healing them is going to be, you know, huge. So if you'd like to heal them and you've kind of identified them and that's something that you're interested in, I do have my one-on-one -on -one programs as well as the well-nourished, um, depending on how much support that you need. Again, the well-nourished will be linked in the show notes and you can always message me on Instagram if you need more one-on-one -on -one support. But I really encourage you to take a step back and just do an overhaul, you know, the next time this happens to you of what you're feeling what emotions are coming up? 
and also allow those motion, emotions to happen. A lot of the time we try to push emotions down. We think that emotions are bad, emotions are not good. You know, we need to push them down with food to make them go away, but emotions are meant to be felt. And in order to heal them and work through them, you need to feel them. You need to identify them, feel them, and work through them. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you and kind of gave you some insight. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like it, I would love for you to share it on Instagram and tag me with your favorite takeaway. And if you could leave me a five-star rating and review, I would be so thankful. It really helps people to find the podcast and also allows me to keep bringing you value in each and every episode. And I'm so excited because we have some great guests and some great topics lined up. So stay tuned. Make sure to subscribe so that they automatically download into your folder. And uh, yeah, I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.